When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. There is breaking news on this Monday from the National Hockey League Player Safety announcing that Leafs forward Austin Matthews has been suspended two games for cross-chucking Buffalo Sabres defenseman Rasmus Dahlin during Sunday's Heritage Classic. I, I think it was justified. I, I kind of figured it would be a couple. I, mean, I think they got it right over here. It was clear it was a target to uh, Dahlin's head. He was treated as any other player. This wasn't a Toronto bias type of thing. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, it sure is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, the RP Show Hour 2, brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. We're coming to you from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, the Stage Bar. The Moose is back from Arizona. How you doing, Moose? I'm good. How are you? Good. Are you noticing the crowds are getting larger every day here at Great Eagle? They are. Speakers are working, so they can hear the show really well. It's, It's a good atmosphere. It's a party. It is. Yeah, can you hear them? Let's go. Studio audience here. This is what I wanted from day one, just in time to leave on Friday. But we are coming back, by the way. Uh, Yeah, so all kinds of sports on the table here, all kinds of topics. It's just like the buffet here at Gray Eagle. Where's the beef? Mm -hmm. Which I. Did you miss it when you were gone to Arizona for four days? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we ate really good down there, too, but. Yeah, missed it. Missed it uh, for sure. Well, we got some guests here today. I think we're going to be hitting this thing up. So, by the way, with regards to the time change, and I said, who came up with this in the first place? Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says, Ben Franklin came up with it to create an extra hour for sunlight for the farmers. How about that? Did you know that? Do you guys know that? How did I not know that? We love this now. I was a farmer. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And there are two places on this continent where they do not change time, Saskatchewan and Arizona. So Jeff the Stamps fan writes in and says, so what you're saying is time stands still in in Saskatchewan. No, what I say is the world revolves around us. That's what I say. Again, I feel like standing at attention whenever Bruce Germain does his announcements here. I know, right? Seniors Day here at Great Eagle Resort. Is it every day? But um, boom, his voice. <laughs> Just saying, man. <laughs> They're laughing. <laughs> Hi, Mike. How you doing, boss? Good. He's the guy that was in the Flames dressing room when they won the Stanley Cup in 1989. That's right. 
So the breaking news today, it encompasses a couple of leagues. Henry Burris, the former Green Bay Packer quarterback and Chicago Bear, has joined the coaching staff of the BC Lions as an offensive assistant. That was just announced this morning. It's interesting that they would have room on their staff this late in the offseason. I know. You know. But I think when a guy like Henry becomes available, you make room. I think the Lions already announced their staff a while back. Yeah, you make room for him for sure. You got a guy with a wealth of knowledge, not just of the Canadian game, but you know he brings in that NFL experience. He was just in an NFL locker room. And now he comes back, and, and he can add a lot. He adds credibility. He adds experience. And this team's trying to take a big step forward. And I think, you know, that's going to benefit Mike Riley, I think, long-term too. Uh, Moose, they missed you, just so you know. Uh, yeah. have questions for you here that have come in from the viewers. Okay. Uh, and once I get this thing figured out, that would be even better. They're asking about the Leafs. Who's the rookie goalie that they're playing? They're saying, if this kid gets hot, are they going to play him? They had a million goalies there. They got Jack Campbell. They got Mrazek. Who's the other one? Why is his name escaping my mind right now? I Who's know the he- Leafs? Thank you. Shalgren. Eric Shalgren. I mean, if you get a hot goalie, you got a hot goaltender. I mean, great. Here, here it is. I'm sorry. No. Jeff and Esteban. So what happens in Leafland if the rookie goalie wins the game? Do they keep playing him? So over to you. Of course they do. Yeah, you can keep playing the rookie for sure, but you don't want to play the rookie at the expense of the psyche of the, of the other two guys if they're supposed to be the guy. Not that you're going to play them just because they're the veteran guy. You want the best goalie possible. But it's all about Sheldon Keefe and, and who can control the locker room and you know, you're managing personalities. That's all you're doing, right? So you've got to yeah. make sure Jack Campbell's good and Peter Mrazek's okay mentally. It's the same thing with the Marc-Andre Fleury stuff and Robin Leonard, right? You've got to make sure your goaltenders are in a good headspace. Metal shingle guy writing in on the 902 line, and he says, I love the new time. It hits my schedule better. 10 a.m. coffee time. We aim to please. Mm. Ward in Winnipeg is watching on Game Plus television, and he says, good day, Rod and Moose. Austin Matthews' mustache is the worst in the league. Are the Jets teasers or contenders? Leafs need a goalie or they're going nowhere. A friend put a Jack Campbell sticker on his truck and now it won't start. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Bruce has got a lot to say today. Bruce, this... The the voice of Great Eagle Resort and Casino. A lot of announcements coming over the system today. A lot of winners. Anyways, all of these things, are the Jets teasers or contenders? Have we not addressed this? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think that the window is closed. So for the viewers in Winnipeg, don't at me. Just enjoy what's happening now because they're in the playoffs now. And when it's over, I think it's going to be over. Yeah. That's what I think. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those interesting teams that if they find a way to get in, they could go on a run because they've got the pieces that if they put it all together, they could be very dangerous. But if they, but they're a team that could get right to the end of the line and just miss out. And then what do you do? Right? So you either got to go all, you know, take that chance and, and keep this group together and hope they get wow. in, hope they go on a run. But it's a lot of hoping and praying. What's today's date? March 15th. We're less than a week from a trade deadline. And I think that, yeah, the uh, 
on Monday will be on the air at noon Eastern. So maybe Friday would be a good day to have the poll question be, will you watch the trade deadline coverage on TSN and Sportsnet? Because I know we've covered this before, but I'm not going to be watching it. Not in 2022, man. I'll get the notifications that where Marc-Andre Fleury goes or JT Miller if, if he's the guy or who's, who's right. the buyers and who's the sellers. I'm not going to be watching it. The poll question today, by the way, is for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies, including Capital GMC here in Calgary. Who is your favorite to win March Madness? Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, or Baylor? And last I saw, Gonzaga was leading. Are they still leading, Clark? They were leading on YouTube anyways. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you, Mr. Barney Big Nuts, you won the Enterprise Pool last year, so who are you picking to win March Madness? Are you, are you leaving it a secret? Well, I'm going back and forth. I think today, and I, and I won't pick up my bracket till tomorrow, but Arizona looks really good, the Wildcats. You know, I watched a little bit of the Big 12, the, uh, the Pac-12 uh, championships and, and UCLA. I didn't like USC. I didn't think they played very good. They got spanked by UCLA. I liked UCLA a lot. Until they played Arizona. So, are we um, talking college basketball right now? The Wildcats in Arizona, probably of the number one seeds, I like them the best right now. You're going with Arizona. They're big, they're fast, they're really You good. win one pool. And, and now I know everything, right? Uh, no, I watched, like, I watched like a game and a half down there, and now I think I know everything about college basketball. That's right. Uh, Ryan uh, in New York says it's the Ides of March. Watch your back, Caesar. Is it March 15th today? Yes, it is. I love the commercials that they're running for the Calgary Roughnecks uh, lacrosse. You've heard them on the radio. Yeah. I think we've been driving together in some of them. Some of them. Thursday night, Calgary Roughnecks home to the Saskatchewan Rush in the St. Patrick's Day game. Come on down to the Saddle Dome, drink green, green beer. And if you're still standing, come on back Saturday. They're playing again. Yeah. Uh,. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes in and says, didn't Mike Riley retire back in January, or did he unretire? I was hoping nobody would catch that. I mentioned Mike Riley, right? Did he not retire? Yeah. Yeah, and I mentioned, just blank my mind when I was talking about Henry Burris, I said it would be good for Mike Riley. Maybe he did unretire. Day ain't over yet. It is the CFL. Okay, if he State unre- fair football. If he unretires now after I said that, forget I said anything. I was hoping nobody would pick You're up on that, though. You're a busy guy. Yeah. Well, they hang on our every word. They do. Good catch. John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm. Says, I know nothing about college basketball, so I pick Kansas because I've been there. <laughs> Nobody knows. I know. Even the experts don't know. They don't. You know, how could you pick? How many teams are at 68? Yeah, and I think 68 now. And I actually, on my flight, I had ESPN. I could watch ESPN on my flight. So that was great. And here's the takeaways I took from watching ESPN. They like Arkansas. They like Iowa. They like UConn as some of the three, four, five, six. Connecticut, everybody. Yeah. Not the territory. <laughs> right, UConn. 
that's pretty good. Um, that's no, serious, that's who they like. I mean, and they like obviously the big one, number one seeds as well. But those were some of the teams that stood out. So as we do, right when when you're watching and you don't consume a lot of basketball, uh, college basketball throughout the year. I'm probably going to put those teams a little bit higher in my bracket than I would if I hadn't watched ESPN. It's 11-11 Mountain, 1-11 Eastern. UConn's winning the whole thing. Book it. Book it. Write it down. UConn is going to win the whole thing. The Huskies. Not the Canadian Territory. (laughs) Not that UConn. Hot take. As we... As we roll, yeah, hot take. As we roll along here, damn, we're entertaining today. We should do this more often. I know. Hey, see, at least <laughs> one person agrees. Uh, where was I on my train of thought? That train hasn't run in forty-five years. Uh, well, <laughs> you're serious with that UConn thing? I think so. BetRegal.ca, what, what are, are they sponsoring our March Madness bracket? They're gonna they, be might, a, they might as well. Might as well. They'll be all over that. Um, I mean, the odds are going to be up there at BetRegal to, to place your bets on March Madness. Get some good money in UConn, I'm sure. But what do you say about 11-11, right? Be aware of your surroundings. Pay attention to what you're thinking about. What's going about, on at that moment? Which was UConn. Hit it again, boys. And Iowa and whoever else was yeah. in there. but Arkansas. Okay, we got the commish, former commish, Nick Sikavich coming in. Yeah. But I got to say, I was pretty excited last night. Well, this morning, actually, when the commissioner of the CEBL, I look up and there's a note from him thanking us for going to the games. That is just, that's old school. Yeah. And I was actually thinking this. Sorry to my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, Western Canada's biggest Raptors fan. I'm a bigger CEBL fan slash follower than NBA. That's a fact. Yeah. But look at the way they've treated us. I want to hit every venue. I want to watch the games. Everybody, I think, should do that. Uh, By the way, Gino DiPaoli, the voice of the Oilers, writes in, and I'll uh, do this again. He says, come for the party, stay for the game. Roughnecks have done an incredible job marketing their product. Games are a hoot. Don't even need to know the score of the game. It's a fun outing no matter what. Right? We went to the game. I woke up the next day, didn't remember who won, and I'm not even drinking anymore. Vancouver was there. Yeah. Remember? And uh, you were dancing. Oh, yeah. It was... I was playing the song. Awkward. I was trying to play the song the next day in the car. What was the song? Bang, bang. Yeah. What's the name of it? Um, Electric. uh, Oh, man. I don't know, but it's on my phone. I, I got to say, this the Roughneck song. I think there'll be a very big crowd Thursday night in the Saddle Dome. <laughs> or as Lee and I renamed it yesterday, the Pringle Dome. <laughs> yes. We're going to be there. And I, th- I bet you they have 15,000. I'm not joking. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day, party night, NLL. Russia bringing, bring it. A, Russia bringing a bus down. Are they? Yeah, they've got a whole promotion. Are they letting the Rush Hulk in this time? Good question. Remember that whole yeah. thing? So they've got a whole promotion they've been doing for the last number of weeks, promoting a bus coming down. There's something about Calgary and mascots from Saskatchewan <laughs> that they don't like to let into the facility. I don't know what it is. Like, like I get the gopher because you have a rat-free policy out here, right? 
but the Hulk. Remember that? He had to sit and he had to buy a ticket and sit in the stands and couldn't wear. At least they let him into the venue. Yeah, they let him wear the. They wouldn't even let him in. Right. They let him wear the outfit. He just couldn't go down on the floor. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. All right, Moose, I'll see you a little later, probably for overtime, right? You bet. Hour two of the program is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. And we're also brought to you by the CEBL and BCLA, Basketball Champion League Americas. Tonight they're playing Puerto Rico versus Nicaragua. Huge game with ramifications that if Nicaragua wins, the Stingers are out and they don't advance. Just, again, you were talking about come for the party, stay for the game. Winsport Arena, we'll see you there. We were there last night. And I don't, know what, I don't know if you noticed, but the more expensive seats were more filled than the cheaper seats. So people wanted to sit close to the action. CEBL.ca is the place to go for tickets. The Basketball Champions League Americas, known as the BCLA, is the best continental league in the Americas. And tonight is game two of a three-game set here in Calgary at Winsport Arena. Get your tickets and we'll see you down there like we did with so many of our viewers last night. Nick Sikavich joins us next of the Arizona Coyotes. You're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary, Alberta on Game Plus Television Network, live streaming on YouTube. And if you've missed any of the show, catch our podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Back at it from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And in moments, we'll have Nick Sikavich of the Arizona Coyotes, the chief business officer. Live television, don't you love it? It's not for the faint of heart. Here across Game Plus Television, all 10 provinces and 31 states. Uh, so I will jump into this hour's sports update. Canada's Layla Fernandez advanced to the fourth round of the BNP Paribas Open. The 19-year-old from Laval, Quebec, beat Shelby Rogers, avenging her loss to the American at Indian Wells last year. She faces Paula Badoza of Spain tonight. Toronto Raptors held off a late surge by the LA Lakers to win 114-103 last night at Crypto.com Arena. It was their fourth straight win. Rookie Scotty Barnes scored 15 of his 21 points in the first quarter as the Raps raced out to an early 24-point lead. Toronto ends its six-game road trip on Wednesday against the L.A. Clippers. On a night when the Ottawa Senators dominated Arizona for extended stretches, they were done in by a few ugly mistakes, and Nick Schmaltz scored the game winner to extend his point streak, and the Coyotes beat the Senators 5-3 in Monday's lone NHL game. Schmaltz has 15 points in his last six games. And the Toronto Maple Leafs will be without star Austin Matthews tonight when they host the Dallas Stars. Matthews is serving a two-game suspension for a cross-checking infraction. Moose DuPont, the resident Leafs fan, has no problem with the two-game suspension. Said that on hour one. Also tonight, the Montreal Canadiens host Arizona. The Winnipeg Jets are at home to Vegas in what I feel is the game of the night. I am not going to predict the winner on this one, but I'll tell you what. It's must win for both teams. As I said, the playoffs have started now if you're a fan of the Jets, Knights, Ducks, Canucks, Oilers, 
And Edmonton's home to the Detroit Red Wings tonight. We'll be watching that. And the Vancouver Canucks entertain New Jersey. Curling news. Team Jennifer Jones is splitting up. The Winnipeg curling team announced the news on Twitter saying they were going their separate ways at the end of this season. Don McEwen, the team's lead, had already announced two days earlier that she decided to retire at the end of the season. Team Jones, which won gold at the 2014 Sochi Olympics, played at last month's Beijing Games but failed to advance to the medal round. Cameron Smith made the longest week at the Players' Championship worth the wait. He won the richest tournament on the PGA Tour with a 66 in the final round in Florida on Monday. It was uh, weather delayed. The Australian one-putted eight of the last nine greens. Adam Hadwin of Abbotsford, B.C. was the top Canadian, finishing in a group tied for ninth. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across North America. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. So we got through all of that. What's happening with Nick Sikiewicz? So they're telling me one minute, and we'll have Nick Sakevich with us of the Arizona Coyotes. And while we do that, as always, we'll turn it over to the viewers. Text line open, 902-518-3033. And by the way, all of those that belong in our text community belong to our text community. You've been invited to our March Madness Bracket, brought to you by our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca. Today, we've discerned that UConn, not the Canadian Territory, the University of Connecticut will be winning March Madness. Fill out your bracket and play along with us. All right. Sorry for the hassle. Nick Sakevich, I appreciate you joining us. The Chief Business Officer of the Arizona Coyotes, the CBO. Oh, suited and booted. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not COVID times anymore, Nick. We've easy. been joining you from your... Yeah, from your living room the past several times. Congratulations on this hella exciting appointment with the Arizona Coyotes. It's been quite a whirlwind two weeks for you. How's it been going from NLL commissioner to this big job in the Valley of the Sun? Uh, it's been quite the transition. Uh, it was two, two weeks, over two weeks' time. It all happened very quickly. Um, not getting to know uh, Javier Gutierrez, the CEO, and... Alex Marullo, the owner, uh, that went back uh, quite a ways, a few months, kind of got to know, started to get to know them. And then, um, and then the last two weeks just all kind of came together. It's an amazing opportunity to reinvent uh, franchise here in the Valley and uh, also build a remarkable new world-class venue. And I'm really excited about it. Well, I'm intimately aware of that situation. I had a good friend with ICE Arizona that owned the team a few years ago, Gary Drummond in that group. I'm sure you've heard that name if you don't already know Gary. So I, I've been following the plight for some time, and clearly there was a lot of work for you to do as soon as you got to Arizona. So what, what's your first task, Nick? What's it been? Well, I'm drinking uh, from a fire. This is my second day, and... Uh... Just getting to understand the landscape of what we have to work with here and getting to know all, all the people that are in the organization. We have uh, a whole flurry of meetings set up with staff with uh, uh, from all the different departments. Um, 
also being integrated in the community. So it's uh, it's quite a task at hand, um, but lots of really great ingredients here. That fantastic marketplace, robust and growing. Um, just really, uh, really lots of ingredients to work with here. Great politics. Met the mayor of Scottsdale a couple weeks ago, and I'll be meeting uh, more folks over at ASU on Thursday night. And uh, everybody's really excited about the future of this team. Absolutely. And Nick, I, I'm so appreciative and grateful of the time because I know how busy you are. And I won't keep you long, but I just I have a fascination with the Coyotes. They're my third favorite team, by the way, behind the Golden Knights and Panthers. <clears throat> the orders have dropped. Great. The flames great are coming know. up. But what, what did you learn from the NLL experience that will relate and help you in this new role? Well, not just the NLL, but just this is my 27th year in the sports business, and um, both you know most of those years spent in the NLL and major for 21 years, and I think both those experiences um, helped me. Um, you know, with this one, we're building an arena. I built two soccer stadiums in New York and Philadelphia. That clearly is going to be additive here. Um, I think my perspective from the league office and running a, a league and having interaction with multiple teams will also be helpful here because this is one team, one owner, where the NLL was in teams and, and uh, at times seemed like 30 owners. Um, but it, it's been great. It was great experience. I really enjoyed my six years uh, at the NLL. Fantastic uh, board there, fantastic group of of people that taught me a lot along the way. Um, I see Jessica Berman's gone on to be the commissioner of the National Women's Soccer League. So really, really proud of the job we did there and the people that we did it with and all of those learnings I take to my next adventure and my next project. Well, you'll remain an NLL fan, I'm sure. I'm, I was a new fan and all the people that I loved that got me into the league, yourself, Lee Genier, the Urbans, are gone. I guess we can all still be fans, though, right? Uh, it was just, I was a little sad <laughs> well, no when, I, when I saw the news. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a little bit of sadness, but, you know, six years, did great work. I am forever a lifetime fan of the National Lacrosse League, and, you know, I told the board on the way out the door that even, even though I'm consulting with them through the end of June to help in the transition, even beyond that, when opportunities come my way, I'm thinking of the NLL, and I'm I'm happy to bring them to bear and uh, and connect them to the NLL. I want to see that league grow and flourish, and it deserves nothing but the best because the product and the players are so amazing. Amazing, and I would love an expansion team in Arizona and South Florida. But back to your role now, I'm just fascinated with the um, interest in this Coyotes Arena situation. For sure in Canada, but across the entire NHL of their fans and the states. What do people need to know about the move to ASU? What, what, is there a misconception out there why this is happening? Nick, what should people know about it? There, re there really is. It's a, it's a short-term solution to a long-term spectacular opportunity. And that's, that's what I think the fans and people throughout the NHL should realize. You know, Gary Bettman's been incredibly supportive of this ownership and what's been going on here there's a big vision here there's a big bold vision and that's what attracted me javier gutierrez the ceo he he had me at hello just a world-class operator and ceo alex marullo the owner 
um, is undefeated in projects. He doesn't fail at all the projects he's done, whether it's in Reno or Las Vegas or in Los Angeles. Um, so the resources are here. The talent and staff is being assembled and is going and is somewhat here. We're going to expand that. We're going to bring, you know, some real uh, high quality, high caliber executives here to, to help manage this um, adventure. And then the big prize is, you know, one of the reasons I came here is I, I had two gold shovels. I'd like a third. And, and that new arena in Tempe that's been talked, I think, is a spectacular opportunity to rebuild and reform the brand, of, uh, the, the brand narrative of this franchise. Well, Nick, you inspire confidence. Always have. I look forward to my next visit to the Valley of the Sun. Uh, good luck with this. I know you're going you're gonna to kill it. And um, best wishes with everything. Thanks for the time today. Thank you so much. And when you come to town, let me know. We will. Thank you, Nick. Nick Sikiewicz, the former commissioner of the National Lacrosse League, now the chief business officer of the Arizona Coyotes. And uh, <clears throat> I got to write that down. There is Nick's pitch on why this Coyotes arena situation is going to work because the owner of the team doesn't fail. I get it. <laughs> I get it. The guy, from what I understand, has more money than God. So that helps. There's got to be a reason why they keep pounding this square peg into the round hole. There, there's a reason they're not giving up in Arizona. And they feel this is it. That the new arena in Tempe is going to be the cure for all that ails them. We'll take a timeout and uh, come back with Anne-Renée Debien. Gold medal winning goaltender for Team Canada at the Beijing Games. What do they call it? The Great Wall of China? That's what it was? She put up the wall at the Olympics. So you're going to get, it's a special treat for your viewers. You're going to get to tune into a meeting of the goalie union. And then Moose will rejoin us for overtime. Or is she coming in in overtime? No, regular time, you said, right, Clark? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so she's ready to go. So any questions, comments on whatever we've talked about today? Henry Burris has joined the BC Lions. That's the breaking news from the CFL. Randy Ambrosi, the CFL commissioner, is here in Calgary right now with Randy's road trip. Some items have come out of that. So we got a lot to get to. It is daytime sports talk, and you're watching live on the Game Plus television network, YouTube live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed aerial coverage of the rp show brought to you by bronco plumbing and heating mention rod sent you and you'll get 10 percent off Visit broncoplumbing.com. And we are live inside that beautiful facility, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. We are on the stage bar. We're here till Friday, gone for a few weeks, and we'll be back here in April for more live shows. Uh, producer Clark has said that goalie Anne-Renee Debien, her audio just dropped just before the interview. So he said to hang tough 
like new kids on the block, and she'll be ready right away. And that's going to give me the opportunity to jump into the chat and chat with you, the viewers, on YouTube, on all the topics that have come up. I like this one. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. Hey, Rod, what position is Henry going to be coaching? I assume that it's on offense. The kickers. He'll be coaching the kickers. He's going to be coaching the quarterbacks. I shouldn't say that. They could put him on the defensive side of the ball. It does happen, but no. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I believe the Coyotes will eventually build an arena in Scottsdale. Viewer Terrence Stevens responds, there'll still be no fans no matter where the rink is. And that's wrong. This goes into Canadians' fascination with the Arizona arena thing. I can't get over how fascinated they are by it. And we'll talk about that more after our next interview and in overtime with the Moose because he just <clears throat> came back from there. And Renee Debian joins us now on video chat. And I'm very happy that she did. Good morning, Anne Renee. How are you? I'm good, you? Very well. Where are you today? Uh, I'm at the, the cottage up north, Quebec City. So, middle of nowhere. <laughs> good for you. Well, good enough Wi-Fi. Hey, Anne Renee, I got to ask you, first of all, about the Olympic experience, winning gold. We all saw the games. We all saw how well you played. Uh, Defending, or I guess not defending, you, you're coming off a silver medal winning performance to win the gold. How did you feel the tournament went for you and for the team? Uh, yeah, obviously we had a very exciting group, I guess. Uh, we were very talented. We had a good mix of rookies and veterans. So all of that put together definitely helped us uh, being successful. But I guess obviously the past two years has been very challenging with COVID. Uh, so to be able to go to the Olympics, to compete, and then to finally uh, win my first Olympic gold medal was truly special. I see you have the gold medal around your neck, and we've had a lot of Olympians on. They're all wearing their medals. I love Yeah, congratulations, by the way. <laughs> was it just like any other hockey tournament for you? You've been in many. Or was there a lot of testing, quarantining, segregation? Did it feel totally different than any hockey tournament you've ever been in? Uh, I guess it was not as bad as what the World Championship was in August, so definitely was prepared for it. But uh, obviously, there's a little more rules with testing every day, but that's something we've been used to. Uh, the rules in Canada have been pretty strict, too, so that wasn't any different. Um, but just to have the opportunity to compete uh, was truly special. And then uh, after the testing, it wasn't as strict as what people would think. From our viewers... If you don't mind me reading some of their comments, Andrew Stute, Montreal Canadiens fan, writes in and says, Salut, Anne Renee. Uh, Jeff Cabellos in Winnipeg says, I'm jealous. I want to be at a cottage. So <laughs> looks like life is good for you. Anne Renee, I read that you didn't speak English much before you went to college. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I guess that's one of the things coming from up North Quebec. It's not very common. So I guess uh, it was a big challenge and I just decided to try it, see what was going to happen. But here I am today on your show speaking English in front of everybody. So it's not too bad. Très bien. Très bien. <laughs> Congratulations. It's very, very. But what was the best? What got you to learn English the fastest? Watching TV, reading books, being around your teammates? 
all of it. What was the best way to learn English for you? Uh, definitely all of it. If you think about it, it was uh, all my classes were in English. None of my teammates were speaking French. TV was in English and all that. So I was just really being immersed in it and not having anybody to speak French with me. Because I guess as soon as you do, uh, you kind of default back to what feels comfortable. So I'm glad I didn't have any teammates that spoke French because then I would definitely have been hanging out with them a little more than the rest of my teammates. Of course. Well, I spent 17 years in the Western Hockey League and whether it was right or not or correct, our coaches wouldn't let the Europeans speak Russian to each other, Czech to each other. They wouldn't. English only. I'm not sure now you could even do that. But anyways, back on track. You guys outscored your opposition at the Olympics 57 to 10. How did... Well, what would be the reason for that? You're the goalie, so obviously that was a big part of it. But was there a commitment to defense on your team? Uh, yeah, obviously a big commitment to defense, but uh, the best defense is the offense. So I guess our mentality was to take a little more risk than what we had in the past uh, to make sure that our defense were able to join the rush, that our forwards were disciplined enough to support them when they did and all of that. So it was really a team effort to make sure we spent as much time in the offensive zone as we could. And even in our D zone, we were just super aggressive and just trying to get it out as soon as we could. This may seem like a stupid question, but who was the toughest team that you played at the Olympics? I, is it the USA because you beat them for gold or uh, who was the toughest, toughest competition there? Uh, yeah, obviously the USA is always a very good game. Uh, often a one goal game, a lot of back and forth, very physical. Um, so that's always super exciting. Obviously, there's countries like Finland that's getting a little out there. But um, with centralization, with Olympic year, like Canada and U.S., we train together all year. Uh, so that definitely makes a big difference when we come to events like the Olympics. But uh, the U.S. is always a fun game. Tell me about Marie-Philippe Poulain. What <laughs> is it like to play with her? What makes her so good? Uh, what makes uh, Poulin so good is just that she's uh, the best on and off the ice at pretty much everything she does. I think she approaches every single practice like if it's the gold medal game. So that's why when the gold medal game is there, she's ready to go. And that's when she shines. So uh, she treats every day in her life uh, like a gold medal at the Olympics. Uh, she has an incredible shot, incredible vision. Uh, she can make some awesome passes. Uh, she skates well. So I think she's just good at everything. That's what makes her the best women's hockey player in the world and probably the most clutch player in Hockey Canada history. That's what they're saying. And what an honor for you to suit up with her. And uh, you are no slouch yourself. So you mentioned you're at the cottage in Quebec right now. What's your thing in hockey right now? What's your future this season and in the years ahead? Uh, yeah, so I was just in Pittsburgh a few days ago. We played a game against the U.S. with the PWHPA. Uh, we flew to Toronto. We went to the Heritage Classic yesterday. Just came back to Quebec, have an event in my hometown on the 18, going to Habs game on the 19, uh, going to Saskatchewan on the 21st. So uh, just a lot of uh, flying, racking up the air miles because it was pretty peaceful during COVID. Uh, so just a lot of traveling, and then hopefully we'll have a professional league starting next season. So. A lot of fun things coming up for me and just women's hockey in general. Life is good. 
Yeah, definitely busier than after getting a silver medal. But it's fun. It's really fun to <laughs> share it with people, <laughs> to share it with people, uh, make connection. I know little kids always enjoy taking pictures. So I guess that's the fun part about it is uh, seeing everybody smile when they see it and uh, probably happier to see the medal than they are to see me. But uh, that's okay. Too. No, abs no, no, no. <laughs> they will always, always, always remember that. Well, Anne Renee, congratulations again. I'll see you in a rink somewhere. Thanks for the time today and, and enjoy yourself. And with all those travels, please travel safe. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. You too. <laughs> Au revoir. And Renee Debye. How about that? Wow. And it's funny, Ryan McCarthy is watching in uh, New York and he says, I know the Canadian ladies beat my USA ladies, but I can't be mad when the players are this nice. <laughs> Toot no Felicia Tiang. And Renee, Terrence on YouTube, I know we need a women's league because of the big movement, but it will never be viable. It will always lose money is the problem. Mm, <laughs> with an attitude like that, sure. Glad you're not the commissioner. We'll bring the moose back in uh, for overtime after this. What a great day uh, it's been on the RP Show. We'll be right back. You're watching live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV. Live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Here we go. It's overtime and it's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. One more look. The aerial coverage pre presented by Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Clark was saying good work on the show. Uh, it's a great teamwork day-to-day. -day. Teamwork makes the dream work. Got all our timing uh, together. Yeah. Pull it off, and the moose is back in his usual perch. The cat that swallowed the canary. They're saying that you got a nice tan, Moose. Did you spend some time in the sun in Arizona? We got a little sun in the afternoon. I didn't think I got... I spent like one day in the sun. It wasn't even that warm down there. But. Yeah. I, uh, I'm telling you, Florida, that's, that's where it's at, baby. Sun hits you quick, eh? Florida and Arizona and all the sun states. Uh, no, it was great. Yeah, good. Good to have you back. From my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says, love the Olympic content lately. Your show just gets better and better every week. Well, merci. You, I'm told you lined up, Anne Rennie. Yes. What's the story? Well-ish. Um, Clark booked the guest, uh, as he does, right? But we made the connection. So uh, it was through uh, a group out of Ontario that represents her. So uh, we connect with the uh, PR company. PR company said she'd be great to have on. The rematch uh, just happened. And uh, sent the info to Clark, and he booked her. Yeah. Great interview. You don't see the interviews like that anymore on television no like we used to all the time right like watching her and renee debian kind of makes you want to follow her career a little more it does with me isn't that the idea yeah yeah we, we used to have this kind of stuff on television all the time it doesn't really exist as much anymore so it's fun to do um jeff the stamps fan says shout out to the calgary stampeders for reviving the storied bonus high football program i saw that they've turned over a big check from the Stampeders Foundation yeah. to the high school football program. So, bravo, Calgary Stampeders. 
Uh, Cynthia's watching in Pittsburgh. She says, Anne Renee is a joy. Congratulations for everything. Life is good, indeed. I don't know what the direct translation would be. You're taking this daily French word thing. <laughs> the direct translation would be V.A. Bon. Is that what it is? Life, Life is, is good. good. Moose was having a particularly rough day a couple weeks ago. As a matter of fact, we both were. Yes. And remember the phrase that you got on your little sentence of the day in French? <laughs> it was, drop me off at the train station. Yeah, I'm going to the train station. How about that? <laughs> Woo! Remember that day? That was a day. And uh, how appropriate that it, uh, just before midnight, I'm cramming my French lesson in, and uh, that was the lesson of the day. <laughs> drop me off at the train station. Lagar is the train station. Lagar. George Janitsos is watching the Greek Freak from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NHL and the UFC. You know they'll have the Leafs game on tonight. The Austin Matthews-less Toronto Maple Leafs are home to the Dallas Stars. The Greek Freak writes in and says, make the Colgren a win for the Mighty Leafs tonight. Is that the kid's name? Colgren, the rookie? Shulgren. Okay. It's like autocorrect. Mm. Feld, George. Shulgren, okay. Jenna is watching down in South uh, Southern California. How come we didn't see Jenna when we were there for Super Bowl? Good question. Come on, Jenna, were you working? Jenna writes in and says, looking forward to the USFL. Let's go, Pittsburgh Maulers. We all got to pick teams. That's right. You guys got a team? I think mine's going to be Tampa Bay. Naturally. Who? You, Tamp, you in on that? Pick a Florida team. Good road trips. Pittsburgh. Get out of here with Pittsburgh. It's cold in Pittsburgh. No team in L.A., right? I don't think. <sighs> go to the big board. Let's go to the big board. I need a team. Just like the Michigan Wolverines. That was a good year for you to jump on the bandwagon for yeah. Michigan. And they're in the big dance in basketball. Here we go. We all get to pick a team. Clark, you too, Jordan, the viewers, and the live, whoop, Not the live studio. Clark. No, pay attention, Clark. USFL. The USFL. The Michigan Panthers. Do you want to stay straight, Michigan? Yeah, I do. That's a good idea. You could bang off a whole Michigan weekend. It's going to be a good one. <clears throat> the Pittsburgh Maulers. The Houston Gamblers. Ooh. Good road trip there. Yeah, 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 yeah. New Orleans Breakers. That's also a good Is that road something trip. you might be interested in? These guys are looking at it too. Tampa Bay Bandits. Birmingham Stallions. Philadelphia Stars. The New Jersey Generals. And I think we're out of teams. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Okay, might well. This is like uh, anything for me. I have my first, second, third team. My first team's the Tampa Bay Bandits. Yeah. My second team is the Houston Gamblers. Yeah. And my third team's the New Jersey Generals because Trump used to own them, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> They're back. So you're full on? You're going with the Michigan Panthers? I'm going Michigan Panthers. They're my guys. Yeah. Tampa Bay's going to kick their ass. <laughs> we'll buffet lunch on the game. <laughs> Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, writes in. He says, Nous allons à la guerre. We're going to the train station. That's right. Nous allons à la guerre. 
We thank God we didn't say that to uh, Anne Renee. She would have understood. She would have understood. But does she watch Yellowstone? From Gino, watching on YouTube. Rod, if you're around for branding season in Alberta, be happy to take you and the moose out for an experience you've never seen in your lives. Actually, Gino, I was born on a grain cattle <laughs> plantation. I'm more than aware of branding season and how it works. As a matter of fact, throw castrating season in on that. Would you like, is that something you'd be interested in, Gino? Can I bring the... Uh... Scalpel? The brand? No, the DuPont oh. Media brand. Can I bring my own brand? Is this a bring-your-own-brand kind of event? We have a brand. Gina, what do you think? We're a bunch of city slickers? Come on, we're a couple of podunk farmers. Well, I am. Your dad was a heavy-duty mechanic. Yeah, I'm kind of adjacent. Podunk You're farmer town kid. adjacent. Yeah. You're towny. Exactly. You're one of those. But a small town. You're one of those. You're a towny. Everybody's writing in, picking their teams. <laughs> Jeff the Stamps fan says Trump owned them and Flutie played for them. Yep. Yeah, everybody's picking a team. Hey, I like this. Tomorrow's going to be a very big show. Alana Nolan, who we all know from WHL on Shaw fame, Flames right. TV, Stan Peters TV. Alana, Alana Nolan will be down here. Our good friend Craig Button, TSN's director of scouting, Steve McDonough. President Calgary Stampede? Yeehaw! And Arash Madash. That's all tomorrow. I got the day off tomorrow. Yeah, sounds like How it. About right. that? <laughs> uh, was there anything else that you wanted to get in? No, great to be back, settled in, and uh, yeah, looking forward to this uh, rest of the week. Okay, uh, great job by our crew, Clark, Jordan, Ryan. Lee, the live studio audience, thank all of you. Nick Sikavich and Anne Renee Debye. It's been a success. We'll see you manana. Do we want to throw some Spanish Why in there? Not? Why not? Tomorrow at noon Eastern here on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.